Prepare yourselves for the arrival. Welcome everyone to the relaunch. <clears throat> well, I suppose not relaunch, but the inaugural episode of the Rose Experience podcast. Rose Experience is just a uh, working name. I don't know what the hell I'm going to call this. But anyway, um, this is going to be a spoiler cast for Star Wars The Force Awakens. Better late than never, but it's always still relevant as Star Wars is continuing to trounce the competition in the box office. What are we, uh, the fastest to a billion so far? Yeah? yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, before I go any further, I should probably introduce my partner here. With me today is Tom... How do you pronounce your last name, anyway? Giliotti. Tom Giliotti. <laughs> um, one of the purveyors of 123 Studios. These guys have helped me out a lot with uh, some of the videos I've been doing. In the past, also a film student with Ryerson and local Star Wars savant. Happy to be here. That's great. Glad to be. We'll get, we'll get Tom talking a little bit more. I All can't right. do anything. We're both actually coming off being sick a little bit, so bear with us with some coughs and some irregular irregularities with the voice. But anyway, um, why don't you uh, let the people know a little bit of your love for Star Wars. I mean, I know... You're a huge Star Wars fan. We won't get into a pissing contest about who's yeah. the bigger one. <laughs> but Star Wars sort of is, is, is what got you into being into film in general, right? Yeah. Um, I remember, how old was I? Born in 1990. So right in the middle, in between the two trilogies. Man, I am much older than you. <laughs> so uh, I remember being like, what, four years old? My dad sat me down with this VH copy of... A New Hope, and he's like, here, watch this. And what, and he just let you alone, or yeah. did he watch it with you? Well, he watched it, well, I mean, I was four. Study so hard, I, young Padawan. <laughs> so I can't really remember exactly what happened, but yeah, my dad got me into it, and um, and when the, the, the special edition came out, I saw those in theater with my dad, and then I remember going to see Phantom Menace, and having to sit in the very front row because it was oh absolutely my. packed. And yeah, I've had a love for Any Star Wars. Any people cosplaying and having lightsaber duels before it started? Oh man, I was I was nine years old, so it's it's really hard to remember. All, one thing I very clearly remember is just seeing Liam Neeson's huge face on screen <laughs> because yeah, like I was shot. I was sitting right there. But no, I mean uh, I I love everything Star Wars, and I'm just I'm so excited that we're getting this whole new era and generation of films coming out like mm -hmm. a new film every year yeah so i mean i mean again i'm, I'm older i i grew up with star wars uh, i remember i think my first memory was probably empire strikes back i remember there was a i went to a birthday party when i was like six or seven and it was like a empire strikes back theme or, Re or return of the jedi i can't remember the the, the years but i think a new hope came out in 77 was it yeah 77 i and... was born in 1979 oh yeah uh, but anyway, uh, it wasn't huge for me when I was younger. Uh, it was a thing, but like Star Wars went away, and the internet wasn't a thing back then, so everything wasn't really. But all you really had were the films and a few comics. But you know, yeah. I, I wasn't buying uh -huh. those those comics back then. Um, but when the prequels hit, I mean, this speaks nothing to their quality, whether you love them or whether you don't. But yeah. I was, I got lost like huge, huge, as I want to do. Like I. I obsess over something and then I just start learning everything about it. I got all the compendiums to learn everything, even stuff that had nothing to do with the, the prequels. But I went in line for every single one of those films and and I butted in some of them, I'm not ashamed to say. <laughs> yes. Like there was the line for Phantom Menace was all the way around the theater. And but it wasn't actually quote unquote line. 
So when they called for the line to be formed, these polar bastards with tents, I just ran right in front. I didn't care. And no one noticed because whatever. Survival of the fittest, yeah. So anyway, I got I got those tickets and just blared the duel of the fates as I went home. <laughs> and we both went. I mean, I remember the time I saw The Phantom Menace. I was like, this is the best film ever. But, you know, reality sort of set in after that. But anyway, needless to say, I'm super excited about uh, The Force Awakens now that I've seen it. Um, we're going to talk a lot about it and spoil the living shit out of it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So I guess just general, what did you think of it? You know what? I thought it was great. And um, not to um, kind of sidetrack the whole thing before we even get started, but there's, like you mentioned earlier, because, you know, with the original films, you didn't have the internet and everything when it first came out. Um, there's this whole culture that's really making it hard to kind of enjoy yeah. the film it is because back the pr hype machine controlled everything yeah there was no internet for you to further explore and get everything's opinion based these days so. yeah and it's not only it's 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 really the whole a lucas to disney transaction thing um transition it, tra- transition that's what i meant it's kind of putting a damper on the whole experience for me because like people love this movie and people are raving about it online. But they're also using it as an excuse to, to shit on George. Yeah, to shit now, on George. I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna not to cut you off, but I mean I had a lot of problems with George Lucas. But I'll let you finish and then I'll give you just my counterpoints. Well, all I'm saying is like there people are using this new film as an excuse to um you know, shit on George Lucas, shit on the prequels. And I will, you know, admit being a huge Star Wars fan as I am and me growing up, the prequels actually had a bigger impact no doubt. on my life than the, even the originals did. And even I'll admit they have some problems, like some not-so-good characters and uh, wooden dialogue and not-so-good directing. But, you know, personally, I love them. But I can't go on, like, a, a Star Wars Force Awakens um, review site or whatever or or read somebody's review without somebody always saying yeah they're mentioning it it's like they're, they're it's always opening or closing i i don't know yeah it's always like oh thank god disney has control of this franchise yeah. now and, and george lucas isn't ruining it i mean say what you want about the prequels as movies themselves i don't think george lucas is that bad of a guy and i mean i think he's done so much for like hollywood and everything oh, no in like, general you cannot like and that's the thing, you have to be able to separate it. Now, I'm yeah. of the camp that I think George lost his touch a long time ago. I think so, but too. But at the yeah. same time, that doesn't diminish his his achievements. Mm-hmm. With Star Wars being a visionary and creating this wonderful universe for yeah. everyone to even have a starting point. I mean, and, and that that doesn't even go into the, the leaps and, and, and bounds for video and sound, most importantly. I mean... We would not have what we we have now in terms of technology on a film and sound basis yeah. without Lucasfilm. I know. Needless to say, we wouldn't be doing this right now if it wasn't for 100%. George Lucas. No, like that, and that's that's very true. I mean, I'm not a an expert of the the audiovisual tech. Yeah. I mean, we just literally set this mic up before yeah. we started and yeah. had problems doing We're that. Like 20 minutes setting this mic up. Bless your heart, YouTube instructional videos <laughs> yeah. and audacity. But I mean, I I've read about George. Um, just some of the things I think he got lost in the power, and no doubt the guy's billions and billions of dollars. Like I get it, but yeah. some of the ideas he would throw into like pitching video games and the shit that he ruined with his touch was was it got pretty bad. Like some of the with with Lucas Arts games. Like what? I, and, I'm curious. I, I well, there was a, heard... for instance. I, I mean, I want to stay on the spoiler cast topic, but yeah. the, originally they were doing some stories on the Darth. There was supposed to be a Darth Maul video game. Yeah. Um, 
and the game looked incredible. It, it this eventually became well, some of the ideas were implemented into the Force Unleashed, which right, he right, subsequently right. kind of ruined with some of his ideas for the storyline. Really? But I didn't know the that Darth either. Maul story, and then he started coming up with these strange ideas how Darth Maul was going to have a buddy, and they were going to be friends, and they were going to do all this stuff. Hmm. But that never happened. But this, there's a myriad of stories about him coming in at the last minute and just like saying, well, this doesn't work, and this is what I want to happen, and then it'll scrap like a year worth of work, and then he just walks out. Hmm. But anyway, <laughs> here and over there, I'm happy that Disney now has it just to get it going and sort of Star Wars has a ton of potential that probably wasn't being realized. I think the best thing to come out of Star Wars in two decades probably was the Clone Wars, uh, the, the series that's on, well, it's on Netflix now, but whatever. I, it it was fantastic. Uh And George's influence was pretty minimal on that. He came and went and his daughter had a little bit, but mostly it was Dave Filoni and his team. And that was great. It makes, Anakin and Obi-Wan so much better like those characters from the prequels that yeah. you maybe didn't know too much about but anyway I'm happy with the direction of the movie and overall I really enjoyed enjoyed The Force Awakens even though it's basically a New Hope retread yeah I know we could we could have an entire complete Would, is podcast the word safe? based on is the word safe safe fair? yeah it's safe I I was going to I was going to bring that up too because I think the reason this film is so successful is because, and I mean, no, no offense to J.J. Abrams by this at all. I mean, I, I, I'm a huge J.J. Abrams fan, but they basically looked at everything that people loved about the original movies. And preyed on the nostalgia. And, exactly. So they're like, what do people want to see? And I, I remember thinking this when I saw the very first teaser trailer. And I'm like, the teaser trailer showed exactly oh, what people wanted note. to see. But that was perfect. Yeah. It, I mean, that was perfect. The, the trailers were so well done. They were. Oh, I loved the trailers. I, I just... I'd have a bored night and I'd be like, I'm going to watch the trailer again. See, I'm because. A, like my wife all the time. She's like, you just love watching trailers. Sometimes, <laughs> like I'll, the movie will eventually be, just be shitty, but the trailers are still great. Like there's so, for instance, I hated the new, the new Godzilla movie, but that trailer is still, it the doesn't one where diminish. they're jumping off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah, doesn't yeah. diminish how great that trailer was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, all the Star Wars trailers are great. But even though this movie I felt was safe, that doesn't take away from how great the new characters were were done yeah and let's just, i mean uh, this is the best acted uh and i'd probably say written star wars film yet yes for sure yeah i mean that doesn't directing we can talk about another i mean the original trilogy has some fantastic directorial moments and cinematography and things like that yeah but in terms of acting this it was really really well done so what did you think of uh i guess it jumps off with ray ray i really liked ray's character and um, I kind of, I saw, I saw it coming, and I guess this is where the spoilers are going to start, but like with, with the promotional material, you see Finn, and he's got the lightsaber, and everybody thinks, okay, Finn's going to be the new Jedi, he's going to be the new protagonist, mm-hmm. he's going to be the one that carries us across these films, and I knew it going yeah, in, it was a I'm, like, I'm yeah. like, Ray is definitely going to be the one who's going to be the mm-hmm. Force-sensitive one. Well, the, the links are already there. I mean, she's yeah. on a planet that's like Tatooine, but yeah. it's not. It's Jakku. Uh-huh. But I, I thought she was actually... She was really, really well acted. Um, she was a strong character. Uh, she's also the source of some of my biggest problems with the film. We'll get you into later. But that doesn't take away how great of a, of a beginning this was for the character. Some of it... I don't know. Like, J.J. Emerson, she Sometimes she's... Honestly, she looks like she's going to have an anxiety attack in some of these scenes. Like, you know, it's just... 
and 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 Finn did this too. Like he he's breathing like super hard in like almost every scene. JJ likes that with yeah, because like, if you look at the, it the Star like Trek the intensity and the effort, and I, I really like that because it's I mean films are they're uh, they're human stories, right? You got to be able to connect with the human mm-hmm. characters. So when you can see that anxiety and that that heavy breathing, you can really empathize with the character and mm-hmm. get in their head. And uh, JJ does that a lot. Like he did it with the the Star Trek films, like at the beginning of the last one, yeah. Into Darkness, where they're running through the forest and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Kirk takes off his thing, and he's just <sighs> yeah. That that's a, it's like a it's like a film thing that sort of uh-huh. caught on the last seven eight years. Yeah, which I, you know I don't mind. It works. It. Yeah. yeah, it works. It, it it gets the point across. Like the scene where Finn he's holding his lightsaber. And Kylo's coming up to him, and you just see that absolute panic in his yeah, face. Yeah, that was well done. Mm-hmm. It, it was so. Finn, did you you liked Finn? I liked Finn. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about Finn? Um, I don't know. I'll remember later. You're lost. <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. I'm lost. But uh, You're lost in the sands was, of Jakku. Jakku. Yeah. No, I, I like Finn a lot. Um, I like the arc of. Well, I mean, you get, can't not talk about uh, the stormtroopers, but there's isn't they're not stormtroopers essentially in this, even though they look like it. Or are they? Did they call they, them? They storm call troopers? them stormtroopers. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, they went from being clones in the original, yeah. uh, and that's how they were made from Django. But this one, it seems they're taken from homes. It seems early like, and young, and then they're trained. So. Yeah, it's, it's the Halo Spartan thing. Like, yeah, they take them when they're young, which to and me, I kind of like that because you can have diversity. Clones are boring. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the clones. The clones worked well for the prequels because they're kind of like... And they just... worked really well in, in the Clone Wars, which yeah. gave them even more uh, background. It actually gave them some personality. Like, um, yeah. the one that kills... Uh, oh, or betrays Obi-Wan in, in the final... Uh, uh, Captain Cody. Yeah. Commander but, Cody. I mean, Commander Cody, they have so much history in the Clone Wars series. And, mm-hmm. and, and without that, that context, that it, it, that betrayal almost means nothing. Yeah, but after you, watching that series, it makes it so much better. You get a little bit of it in the Re- uh, Revenge of the Sith, like Commander Cody and Obi Wan. They have a little banter on on the ship before mm-hmm. they head out. But like, but yeah, yeah, it's you, not enough. Yeah, you really get it with the uh, the cartoons. But series. Finn was great. I liked. Uh, I mean, they hit on it right away. How he's just having problems. I, I mean, I would like some explanation of of how he got that way. But that probably would have took away from the direction of the film. I felt um, about Finn's character, he might have been, for someone who is kidnapped and trained as a stormtrooper at birth, I think he was a little too green. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, the, I, but that also builds on the wrinkle. Like these stormtroopers, were like stone cold killers. It was really dark. Mm-hmm. They killed that entire village. Village, just like, and they wiped. I like that though. Like, yeah. it, it shows because, I mean, what do we know? Stormtroopers and clone clone troopers, where they were just like peons. They just got killed left and right and they, yeah. they were useless uh-huh. this they actually showed they it showed some menace to these troops that the whole galaxy fears i mean yeah, I, I guess a, a disappointing character in this but i mean you don't know where it's going to go it was captain phasma captain phasma was used so much in the uh, in the, the promotion materials yeah. and and her suit looks great she was the boba fett of this movie yeah uh, that's actually great. I've never heard that analogy. That that that's perfect. She was like she's built up so much. People loved her, and, but why? Before. There's no reason why. Yeah. And and like she's in it. I'm pretty sure just three scenes. Mm-hmm. She's in it right at the beginning when she lands in the ship and tells Kylo, "Oh, um, I can't remember what she said, but she just says so something." Then she puts Finn back in line when he's when they get back yeah. to the the ship after they kill. And the there's village. the very last scene, like an hour they later throw her down into the, trash the movie. Compactor. Yeah, that's after it. After making her uh, give out the 
uh, the shield, open the, oh, drop open, the shields. Drop yeah. the shields, yeah. So, I mean, I guess the most interesting part is where they take the character from here because yeah. you could see um, her coming back or eventually linking with the rebels in some sort of way because there's no way she yeah. gets to come back with, with uh, oh, what's the name? Uh, first Order. The fir- Thank you. I can't believe I forgot. Yeah, there's no way the First Order lets her back. And now, like, you mentioned the trash compactor thing and the whole thing with the, the Starkiller base where it, it, it implodes at the end. How the hell did she get off of oh, that? Oh, that's, and that's it. How are they going to explain that? How are they going to explain? And Kylo is in the middle of the forest when the, the, like, yeah. the, 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 the base separates, right? Somehow he has to get to a shuttle, get on a ship, get off the planet. I mean, that's a little bit more easy to explain. I mean, they, did, they even did that in the film. Um, where uh, Oscar Isaac's character, uh, I, why can't I, uh, names po, right po now? Poe Dameron. Poe po Dameron. Perfect Star Wars character, anyway. Uh, he's like one of my favorite actors right now. I mean, Oscar I guess that's Isaac, cliche yeah. to say, but I've been on the Oscar Isaac train for a few years. Deus Ex? Or a De- Ex Machina. That's Ex Machina. Yeah, Machina. but even before that, he was in some fantastic films. And even the bit roles that he had, he's a standout guy. Uh, but anyway, um, just how he got off Jakku after crash landing. Like, they don't, they just sort of gloss over it. Yeah. An hour after that. And it just... I mean, it's not super important, but you're still sort of like, wow, that is... Uh, yeah. They, they sort of let that off the hook. Easy. Yeah, and it seems like, why would he... Why would Poe leave the planet without getting his droid back? Mm-hmm. Since that yeah, was like his... Yeah, he was his, so his... apt. He's like, yeah, I just kind of laughed. I mean, I knew you got it. I trusted you, and here mm-hmm. we are. So let's go kill this Star Killer thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a little weak there, but you know what I mean? The big moments mattered. I mean, I it, the... I mean, I, like, I understand from a filmmaking point of view, they had a lot of story to get through, so they didn't have a lot of time to linger on the... Like, it's 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 like watching a film where you see a, a character leave a building, and then he just shows up at another building. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need to see him walking to his car, getting into his car, driving down the street, and walking up to the building. I guess, but in this instance, he crash-landed on a desert <laughs> yeah. planet that Finn waded through and was lucky to find something. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how the hell did he get off? He had no way to contact anybody. But anyway. True, yeah, yeah. But I like to tell, uh, I mean, so I guess we can go chronologically now and not touching on every single point, but just break down. Like, the introduction of uh, of Ray was great. You know, all the, like, the Battle of Jakku was a real thing. At one point, did it occur? We don't know. We're just seeing the aftermath. Yeah. But they included that map in the new Star Wars Battlefront yes, game. Yes, I have. I have DLC, played it too, yeah. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the movies, we're given no context as to why these, you know, these ships have crash landed, why the ATATs yeah. are there that she's actually living in. And that but it's whole, cool to see. Yeah, like that 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 first twenty minutes was just riddled with nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, oh, there's a star destroyer in the background. Oh, she's sleeping in an ATAT. Yeah. Oh, she's got a, a, a rebel pilot helmet on. But right away, you're shown that she's not useless. Like she's yeah. a, a pretty independent, strong character. Um, you know, later we learn she actually can fight with yeah. staff. Uh huh. And things like that. Yeah, her introduction was perfect because it was... I thought it, it was perfect, It wasn't actually. any dialogue. It was just... It was exactly what filmmaking is supposed to be, which is visual. Mm-hmm. It's showing us, okay, why yeah, do we show, care about tell. this character? And, like, why is she... She's been able to survive. Mm-hmm. She's useful. And we're shown that. We're not told it. It's not like there's some old guy going, oh... How about that metallic know. bread? The, the bread part? Oh, my God. The, like, the muffin thing yeah. that she pours on it? Yeah. That looked very... I was very hungry when I saw the film, and I saw that, and I'm like, that really looks good. I really Gray want, metallic bread. I really, want to, I really want to eat that right now. And then we go to... Uh, was the scene... I mean, it's been a, it's been a couple weeks, actually, since I've seen this. Yeah. Um, 
but was the scene was her introduction before or after uh kylo ren and uh it was first, after, so they landed. After. So the first order is the first. That's the first thing we see then, right? It was a really cool. Uh, yeah, we saw the. It was. It was just like a new hope. You yeah. see the bad guys first, and you see them kicking ass yes. first. So let's then, talk about that then before we go any further with Ray. Like I thought that scene was awesome. It was a great interrupt. See, I mean, it's funny because I I love the introduction of almost every single one of these characters, and my opinion somewhat changed as the film went on. I I I, I thought maybe they ended weaker at the end of the film but they started so strong yeah but we could touch on that but Kylo Ren is was awesome like mm -hmm. he was intimidating i i one of my biggest problems with the star wars films again we're talking about show don't tell they talk about the force so much um but they never show how strong these jedi are and kylo ren actually shows us like he does something we never seen he stops like a bolt in midair yeah, uh -huh. which was incredible was i awesome, love seeing yeah. that which Complete, like, sort of goes against um, some of the stuff that happens later in the film uh, with him and and Ray. But anyway, his his beginning was strong. Uh, we get the introduction to Poe Dameron as well, mm -hmm. You're trying yeah. to get off with the droid, and the droid was awesome. Yeah, BB-8. Yeah, BB-8 was super charming. Yeah, it, it captures everything that was great about the droids in the the original trilogy, right? And yeah, and then the stormtroopers just mow everybody down. But who's the old dude? Yeah, we, we don't find that out yet. We like, don't find do that out he, yet. Do you think he's a, a Jedi of the past? I think he... Um, or a... He might be like... Old rebel leader or something like that. I, I think, don't know. I think he's like a force philosopher or something. Okay. Because, like, there's... We're, in Star Wars, we're introduced to, like, the two main force groups, the Jedi and but the Sith. But there's more, yeah. But there's more. And um, what's her the character's name? The one who gives Rey the lightsaber, Maz. Mm -hmm. She's... For, she's not she's not a Jedi. But she's attuned with the she's Force. She's attuned she knows with the Force. It, yeah. And I think that, like, the librarian character in Episode 2, the one that helps out Obi-Wan find mm -hmm. Kamino, mm -hmm. she's not a Jedi, per se, but she understands the Force. You're right. And I'm pretty sure that this character, this old character, I forget the actor's name, Max Maxoff. Ugh. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's in the similar vein where he understands the force, but he's not really attuned to it like a Jedi. But anyway, he be. gets just cut down bad. Yeah, just slain. Just I love that lightsaber too. Mm -hmm. It looks it looks like it has more weight to it, which uh, it's, goes with the design. I mean, some people are like, they, you know, it's not, how would you use the vent? You know what? Just let some things go to the imagination. It looks great. Yeah, like people and loved. It's, it's got a good sound too. Like yeah. it. It, rather than being like a clean lightsaber, which is like I say, it looks like it's it's rupturing. Like the power is. JJ called into the it. Plate. He called it uh, a junk saber. Okay. Because Kylo, he he doesn't. Nobody's trained him, uh -huh. so he doesn't know how to build a real lightsaber. Mm -hmm. You see Luke's in uh, like his, his blue one, and it's got the nice clean yeah. blade. Well, I mean, it, it, I guess it's technically Anakin built that one, and it's it looks crisp and clean mm -hmm. and perfect. But Kylo, nobody taught him how to build it. So it's... JJ described it as like a junk saber that could explode at any second because it's just unstable. And with that, let's take a quick moment for a pee break. All right. Let me find the pause button. Pausing. Pausing now. And we're back. Sorry for that. Nice and refreshed. Interlude. So yeah, they did a great job of, uh, of building up uh, Kylo Ren's character and just show how powerful he was. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you establish him as like sort of the new leader, uh, and they made him seem very confident and like in control. And then later, you realize he they, really uh, yeah, isn't. they completely unravel that yeah. that myth uh, that you had. But 
So they, they bring back the Poe Dameron guy on the ship and, you know, be, the interrogation with the Force. Again, it's, it establishes, like, how strong he's supposed to be. Yeah. And uh, and he breaks him down and gets some of the information, right? But, uh, yeah, so you, you like Poe Dameron. You like that entire scene? I really like Poe. I, I, I love that scene because it, it was it was very intense. You got to see the the emotion on Poe's face when mm-hmm. he was getting like and that guy's even such an awesome and player. even him like Poe he's set up as this really confident character and like you know best pilot no best pilot in the galaxy yeah exactly no other form of interrogation is going to break this yeah, guy yeah cuz he's like the hardened rebel yeah. you know he laughs at he's all he's like he's like the new hand soul he's like yeah 007 you're yeah. never going to break him right oh, all right i'm not answering that anyway okay whatever yeah Phones off. so I'm, yeah and then uh we go uh Finn betrays and 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 leaves with them, gets them off the ship. Sort of happens fast, but and off they go. Yeah, but they get shot down. Shot down after taking out yeah. those turbo lasers. Which uh, to me, like, can one ship, one Tie Fighter, really take out those those cannons? Yeah, you, 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 they sort of blew up like paper mache. But whatever. Yeah. Again, we suspend some disbelief to to put over the heroes of the story. Yeah, and then they crash and. Poe's gone, just like we talked about, and leaves uh, yeah. Ben all by himself. Somehow, yeah, manages to get off of Jakku and meets up with the Resistance. <clears throat> well, he gets, uh, he meets Ray. Yeah, and I like well, Poe. Po, which, which starts like a, a <clears throat> well, yeah, Poe gets off, but po. then you know Finn finds. But I, they sort of establish like a running joke there, where you know he keeps trying to help Ray, yeah. and he's like, "Don't grab my hand." Doesn't need like yeah. that was funny. I love. Sometimes yeah. those moments fall flat, like in the prequels. They they tried a lot of like unintentional comedic moments which just didn't work but they worked in this movie yeah yeah i really i, I like that part and like he's trying Why to, are you grabbing my hat trying to hold his hand the whole time and then at the very end he helps or she helps him up yeah she beats the shit out of those guys <laughs> yeah um and whatever but then they get like this was the biggest nostalgia moment like seeing the millennium falcon there yeah and just and they're running for it and and her line where he points over at the ship and he's like, what about that one? And you know immediately after she says, that one's a piece of junk. Yeah. Even without seeing it, you know, I know exactly what that's going to be. I, was, I saw that movie with my dad and he turned over to me at that scene and he's like, oh, it's going to be the Falcon. It's going to be the Falcon. And sure enough, there it was. This is in the trailers. Yeah, they got to get us. I mean, sort of a coincidence how it ends up on this planet again, but it's yeah. cool nonetheless. And she knows how to fly right away. Yeah, she's... Uh... She's, she's force sensitive so <laughs> yeah well that's what we come to find but yeah. <clears throat> and she's quite you know she's like that new pilot like similar to how anakin like the stories are are, are, are kind of similar like you know anakin was on tatooine desert planet you know and he could fly. trap there stranded there well he had his mother i guess yeah. but but he he could fly like the pod racers this uh, ray can fly the millennium falcon like an expert and she's luke good. like you and never luke see too, yeah. you never see him fly until the end of a new hope and he's amazing yeah it's just like a natural so yeah that's like a common reoccurrence uh, but a, again the force awakens isn't yeah. isn't uh, alone in that aspect yeah so away they go yeah and yeah i like it because it's 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 very rhythmic because now you've got the three trilogies that sort of follow the same motifs mm-hmm. and same patterns like the prequels kind of i know some people have problems with... have problems with that like the formulaic approach they, th- they think it's easy but uh, it's it's fine with me because it's sort of a it's a it's a common arc with with all three of those characters to to push yeah, them. Through you know, the I, I don't I don't have a problem with it. I think Neither. it works. Yeah, 
And then, uh, which inevitably leads them to meet up with uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca. Han Solo and Chewbacca, yeah. Which is great. Yeah, uh, I love their introduction, <laughs> yep. Yeah, and like that, that whole trip there, like it helps, you know, form that, that bond between Ramp. And I, again, I, had, I read some people had problems with, you know, how quickly they were, you know, became friends or whatever. You know, but you got to, again, suspend disbelief. There, there had to have been some time lapse in there. You know, they didn't just find them in a couple hours. And, you know, one of the things I learned, I learned in um, directing class, actually, is that um, a lot of people, they, they, they judge movies harshly because, you know, you're not in the situation that the characters are in. So it's very easy for you to kind of sit back and say, oh, if I was in that situation, I would do this, or this wouldn't happen in that situation. But when you're in that moment of panic and when the actors put themselves in that moment mm-hmm. or when the, that moment is written, you don't really know how you're going to react in a moment of stress like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why it seems more likely that these two people would form this bond, close bond. Because yeah. they only have each other at this moment. And it exactly. sounds like, like, realistically, it sounds like Ray was pretty lonely. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, she's sitting there waiting for her family. And yeah. there's that shot where she's looking at the ship. And, and she's, she's a junk, you know, she... She searches the expanses of the desert for junk and these yep. old things, and she so obviously some... believes in something. But you know, and then she has this person, and, and you... danger brings, you know, strange bedfellows, I suppose. And it, like, it's established that she's got these good morals already because she could have easily sold BB-8, BB-8 yeah. for like a year's wasn't worth that, of food. Uh, wasn't that junk dealer guy? Was that Daniel Craig? No, Daniel Craig was, was the, the stormtrooper. Yes, the stormtrooper that has the lance, right? No, no, he was the stormtrooper that Ray used the force mind trick on. So he's, that's right. he's the one standing to get at the out. door. That's right. And he drops his blaster. I love that the, scene. I love that. I did <laughs> on the way out. I like the scene, but <laughs> he'll drop your blaster. I got my and thoughts on drops it, it later. Yeah. So yeah, like when you saw Han and, and Chewbacca, like what did you think? Um. Man, I don't know what to think. It was just—it was an overload of just nostalgia. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you just the Millennium Falcon and Han Solo are like you know they're connected. They're connected, yeah. yeah. And I—I I thought it was gonna go a different way. I thought it was gonna be they kind of meet up on Jakku. It's like Han and Chewie are looking for the Falcon, and then they find it, and then they it find these people. It didn't seem like they were looking that hard though. No, they weren't. And, and that's that the was thing. the other thing. You know what I mean? This is his ship. You know, already lost it. It's like they, they, they took it away from him just to have that moment again. Yeah, it's like he lost it like 20 years ago. And yeah. it's like he's he's already given up hope. That yeah, he's ever like gonna I, get it back. you know, that you just don't lose something like that. Yeah, but especially whatever. how much he praised it in the original trilogy about it being his ship. Yeah. And like, oh, don't put a scratch on it, Lando. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. And everyone thinks it's a hunk of junk except for him. Yeah. He sees the, the potential in it, whatever. But when those pirates raid the ship, I loved uh, they had the characters from the raid yeah. in it. Like uh-huh. those guys, but they never got to punch or kick or beat the shit out of anyone. They just sort of died from that monster. The yeah, the 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 ravatars or whatever. Yeah. Called. See, I'm gonna rely on Tom for all the the proper terminology <laughs> and names. My brain just isn't working right now. And I might be totally wrong on that too. So just I sounds I, right. I've only seen it once. Sounds right. Because I like yeah. Again, we're getting over a cold and <clears throat> I didn't. Yeah, really... like I want to go see it in IMAX again. Yeah, uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, so we move on. Broadmoors, what was next? One thing, I'll just say, one thing I didn't like about the Millennium Falcon scene and stuff is there was a lot of, I think, force nostalgia. And there were three scenes about that. There was the one line where Ray talks about the the, uh, the Kessel Run. Yeah. And there's that funny little moment there where it's like, oh, this is the ship that did the Kessel Run in 14 parsecs. And, and he's like, he's 12. Like, 12, 12 yeah. parsecs. Yeah, yeah. 
And there's the scene where um, Finn, he's going through like a bin or something and he pulls out Obi-Wan's remote droid mm -hmm. that Luke was training with. Yeah, like it's still on there. Yeah, and uh, the scene where he hits the board game and it turns on. And the old like, chest thing. There's no other reason other than nostalgia yeah, that those yeah, scenes it's are to in connect. there. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, those moments, the nostalgia was already there. So, I mean, yeah. the little moments are just sort of. But I think, you know, they wanted to do as much as they could with, with the yeah. ship. Like, connect you as much as possible and throw yeah. in all those little nods. Oh, undoubtedly the ship will be in the next two. But I mean, Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So what was next after that? Like, they go... They go in the ship, and then they go to Maz's castle. Yes, that's where they go. They're the bar. And then we get the, again, another nostalgia moment with the uh, another cantina type Cantina scene. moment, yeah. No, it's a, even though the music was different, it wasn't the... It was the only score in the entire film that John Williams didn't do. The the new cantina? Yeah, he didn't do that one. Why? Just because? He, he asked JJ. I remember seeing an interview and... Uh, he asked JJ, um, yeah, I don't really want to do this scene. Is there anybody else that, oh, really? that can do it? <laughs> JJ found, um, he got tired. Yeah, I guess he got tired. He didn't want to do the, the catchy upbeat one. Mm -hmm. So what, like Maz, yeah, she's, uh, obviously what's he say? Uh, um, Han knows she's lived for whatever. Like she's like Yoda. She's the new Yoda. <laughs> she of. is the new Yoda. Yes. <laughs> now, what did you think of the moment where, like Ray finds the, you know, she has the vision, obviously. I, I was fine with the, the vision like that she has that brings her down and into the basement. It's a very unused, like flashbacks and visions. But has I been mean, a that's very unused. that Luke, like four sensitive people. Yeah. That's a power, but not all of them have it. Yeah. Like, like the, it's almost like you have the power of sight in the matrix. You know what I mean? Like Anakin had his, his dreams and, and stuff in the, the prequels, which mm -hmm. I thought worked well. Um, and yeah, like it's not a very commonly used um, filmmaking technique in Star Wars, like using flashbacks mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But in this case, I think it really worked well. Well, and, and also it's not just a one. A lot of times, those visions are of the future, but yeah. this gives us a lot of uh, insight into the past of what happened. It yeah, shows it's a lot like of the, exposition. Yeah. yeah, exposition is the right word. Thank you. You're gonna do this all podcast. For me. <laughs> Thank you. No, but that has Kylo Ren. It sort of shows him. Cutting down some Jedi or the aftermath of it with the Knights of Ren, Knights of which Ren. are like a thing that are mentioned but are never seen. You know, there'll for... probably be more of it in the later ones. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I, I was kind of. You no, know, and then we get the the moment from the trailers that everyone saw w was Luke putting you know, his touching R two D two. Which why does Luke have a uh, uh, like the robot hand now? Because when he got his hand cut off, he just got a normal. Yeah, he got a hand normal off. hand that was robotic. So why did he opt for? I'm gonna get rid of the normal looking. Maybe hand. they'll maybe they'll show it because maybe. you know obviously maybe he gets it cut we off. We see again. him right at the end. Yeah. You know, yeah, maybe something that was a thing. Which, but this is another thing. Luke. So they find she finds Luke's lightsaber. Yeah, let's stay on chronological. Yeah, episode. we'll yeah. sort of. Yeah, like I don't want to go through every single detail here because yeah. we will have a two-hour podcast. But. Uh, um, yeah, so she finds like Anakin's what did you think? She yeah, she, she finds the podcast, er, er, the, <laughs> the lightsaber. And she wants like nothing to do with it, right? Yeah, Maz is like, take it, and she's it, like, I want nothing to do with it. It's the um, it's it's what's it called in filmmaking? It's it's a classic like um, oh, what's the word? It's an archetype sort of thing where it's it's the hero's journey where the the hero always has to be reluctant mm -hmm. to accept the, the journey. Hero. Yeah, like it is an archetype. You're right. Yeah. 
Yeah. It always the hero always has to be reluctant to take the journey, and then something happens that sort of forces, forces the hero. It on them. Yeah. So whatever, and then uh, once again, the the new order, uh, the first order sort of shows they come, up, they and that's show. awesome. I love that that the whole fight scene, and then Finn uses the lightsaber. And yeah, like there's... and that's the thing. Rather than uh, Ray using it, she's turned it down. Sort of Finn, yeah. it, it it winds up in his hand. Yeah. And I like some of the banter with Han and Chewbacca when they're fighting. You know what I mean? But. I didn't understand, you know, it's like Han kept talking about Chewbacca's gun like it was the first time he saw it. And this is start, it leads into some of the other problem I had between Han and Chewbacca. Like, it's all, they've been best friends for, what, 40 years, 50 years? Yeah, And it's much. like some of these are like new revelations in this movie with them. And I was like, yeah. they should have had more like of a... I don't know. I, I don't really know how to explain it, but it seemed like... Just some of these things were so new between them, you know. It should. You think like, he would have yeah. used his gun before? Yeah, or at least once it. he yeah. would have used it. Yeah, and 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 things like that. Uh, and I had a massive problem with Chewbacca's reaction. Again, this is a spoiler cast, so I'm gonna jump ahead, but not. We won't talk about it yet. But Chewbacca's reaction to when Han dies. Yeah, I was expecting to more. tear some arms off. Yeah, like just more rage and more. It's like a moment that's huge. But I kind of feel wasn't given enough, you know, they gloss over it in there, a way. There was a lot going on because you you want to see Kylo's reaction because you see the conflicted, yeah. you know, But anyway, let's, we'll, we'll get to yeah. that. Anyway, so, and that's when we see uh, uh, Poe come in and he just, that that awesome, it's, Maneuver. it's great. That yeah. one shot, that one take shot, yeah. that was beautiful. And he takes out about seven or eight TIE fighters just like yeah. that. And it's great. It's so great. And, and, like, and Finn's reaction, like, yeah. woo! That, no, that's, that's a, a pilot. pilot. Yeah, like I like that. That uh-huh. that was great. Like that. I have to say, like the the large scale battles between stormtroopers or and and whatever else and and rebel fighters or whoever, mm-hmm. they were also they were all really well done. Like the action was so well done. I was kind of hoping that the resistance would show up earlier though and like have this shootout mm. with the resistance soldiers, but they kind of just showed up at the end. They're like, okay, the battle's over. Yeah, we'll yeah, just, yeah. We'll just help people now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then we get uh, Leia. Leia the, shows the up, yeah, and C three. I love that scene where they're having that moment. Yeah, and and that he, deep connection. He's always like the the super awkward guy, and then he just pokes his head in. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, yeah, so like, good to see you again. And it, but it, that that character is perfect for those awkward moments. Yeah, he is. He's uh, he's just built to be an annoyance. It's beautiful, Leia. But I like you know what I mean. There, you could tell. I think they did a good job with their relationship. You could tell there's history there, like. You can tell you can tell they still care for each other, mm-hmm. but there's this huge it's you know ele- it's all, elephant in the room sort of deal, right? Which is you know which obviously. also leads into the fact that along there, I mean, I honestly didn't know that Kylo Ren was was there was Han's son. I didn't know that going into the film. Oh no, neither did I. But I, I tried so hard. Like people were trying to spoil it left, right, and center, but I tried so hard not to spoil it. The thing is, I did like that was spoiled for me, but I didn't really? want to believe it. And that's uh, the reason why I had to go see the film. Like I was on a sports tweet of all things. Uh, I clicked on a sports tweet, and the first response was Kylo Ren is Han's son, and he kills him. And then there was a picture of the lightsaber through his chest. And what? I was like, but pe- there was there was light there were spoilers for a lot of big movies and video games and things that ended up not being true. I was just hoping that wasn't true. Oh my god! Yeah, like so it was, and that was literally the day it came out. I was so angry, and then so I'm like, I got to go see this film. But anyway. We find out that it's their kid, and obviously that was the wedge that drove them apart. Exactly, yeah, and uh, just it, you get that whole history with 
Luke trying to set up his uh, new Jedi Academy and Kylo. Yeah, so these we sort of have the explanation of why, but that's it. We actually we sort of forgot to say why Kylo was on the original scene while they kill everybody. They're looking for Luke, looking for and Luke. they're looking for this map and Snoke. Yeah, and I don't know who Snoke is yet, but what do you think about the rumors of of that he's uh, that Darth Plagueis? I think it would be really cool. I think it would be really, really cool. Because he was the one who had the powers of reincarnation. And Sidious, in the book and and in the movie, he's alluded to it. You've read the book. I haven't read the book yet. He's basically... Like, Sidious admits that that Darth Plagueis was more... The most powerful. His master was more powerful than him. That's why he killed him in his sleep. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I... I I mean, it's just a theory. It would be really, really cool because it would link the two... It would link everything together. Mm -hmm. Like, it would link the prequels and the originals... You'd have and 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 would have the new trilogy have the best of the old and the new stuff, mm-hmm. and it sort of gives the context of you. You find out that Kylo isn't nearly as powerful as the intro shows. Yeah, and he's he's, he's not even a Sith. No, he's not. He can't. Yeah, he can't technically call himself he's, a Sith. quote unquote a dark Jedi. I know some of the the purists don't like that term, dark Jedi, but. I mean, in the expanded universe, which isn't really canon anymore, but whatever, nonetheless, it still exists. Like, Dark Jedi are prevalent. Yeah. Like, again, we see the two sides, you know, the light and the dark side. Yeah. But again, there's so I many mean, other the, offshoots the, the of it, The Sith right? and the Jedi, they're, they're, they're organizations. Mm-hmm. They're, like, groups. And I guess you could call the Sith a cult, maybe. But, like, that doesn't mean that you can't necessarily be evil and say, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be a Sith. I just want to use the Force for whatever I want to use it for. Mm-hmm. So we'll go back to the chronology. Then he sort of just beats the shit out of Finn. You know, Finn uses the uh, the lightsaber against Kylo and where are Kylo we at? No, no, yes, no. It's, the it's, it's the, uh, the the stormtrooper. The, oh yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he's right. Like, he's yeah. a traitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he fights him with that. Um, well, I was way off. Holy crap! And then hand shoots him. Yeah, hand <laughs> shoots him. Yeah, that's great. And actually, I like some of the old smarter. Like Han had some really good moments with with shooting. Like he just blasts like three, four guys Wait, at a he, one. He just yeah. shoots behind him, and I like that because he's super skilled, right? And yeah. I like even though he's old, he's a gunslinger. The, the old guys, st- yeah, the old gunslinger still has. He's some like tricks. like a, a like when Lucas originally wrote him back in the original trilogy. He was written as like this Western gunslinger mm-hmm. type character, right? Based on like the old John Wayne movies. And that's where right? that's even where he held his blasters, sort of like on the hip. Yeah. And even some of the, the pictures, it has him like hand on the hip, like ready to go. Yeah, yeah. the old, yeah. well, the howdy, old promotion. The old yeah. <laughs> I shot first. <laughs> That's uh, great. So what happens after that? They meet up with Leia, C-3PO interrupts. But they capture, they capture Ray. Yeah, yeah. And they capture, which a lot. Leads I mean, into the, more or less the third act of the final yeah, act of uh-huh. the film. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, I, I, Read some people had a problem with that because it's like, oh, it's it's the whole damsel in distress kind of deal. Yeah, but they've the, already the established woman. her as a strong character. She got captured by the big bad guy. Yeah. What's she supposed to do? Beat him up right away? That mm-hmm. would just kill the character, right? So, I, I mean, I have no problem with her. Oh, no, I have no problem with it whatsoever. It, it works. But this also... But this is where my problems with Ray began. I mean, there's... There were some good interactions between Finn and Ray. Like, Finn just wanted to get the hell out of there. He's like, I'm not cut out for this. He's like, these people are going to kill everybody, and i got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And, you know, she was disappointed in that, but... And you see his character growth there, where he, when he finds out Ray is captured, that's when he has He's like, has we got to go his... back. Yeah, we go get yeah. her. And the facade of him being a rebel guy, yeah, he... which was a detail we sort of missed out. But, yeah, like, 
he was lying the entire time and lying mm-hmm. to her. And he sort of comes clean on that, right? Yeah. But she she likes him. She, like, I, this isn't like a love interest thing. It's more of a friendship. I well, heard some well, people she say... Likes, she likes... Finn likes her. Yeah. So it's like the inner... But she obviously hasn't had much... Uh, intergalactic like friend Like human zone. interaction and, and, and friendship yeah. there, to be honest. So who knows? Maybe there's... And she's not really old. Like, she's young. Yeah, she's... Teen a, love teen is a young. fantastic thing. <laughs> like, yeah, and... So the, I don't have any problem with that. No, I neither do I. Like, like if they didn't make it tacky, like there was some big kiss or something like that. It was just like a hug, right? And she's like, "I need you to be here," and yeah. you're, you know, you're you're bailing on me. But anyway, yeah, it showed like the connection. He's like, "We got to get her back." Like I'm, I'm gonna fight and 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 stand with you guys. And it's cool, like, because now he has a friendship with with Poe as well. Like Poe saw him, and you know they're buddies. But yeah, they have that buddy buddy <laughs> moment where they meet up again. And he's got his jacket, and he's like, no, keep it, man. No, it, it looks, looks good, good on you. Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah. It was good. And then, you know, they're talking. It sort of, and then uh, when Ray's captured, it sort of connects, like, the First Order into almost like, what did you think of their moment, like, where they're worshipping, like, the Stark? It's almost like the Nazis, right? What scene is that, sir? Like, they're on the, the, the Star Killer base. Oh, yeah, and there's, like, it, that. Which is that, a, basically a planet or a moon. It's Yeah, it's a planet yeah. that they basically hollowed out. Yeah. Um, but like they're they're almost like fanatics at this point. It shows them almost doing like a Nazi salute. It's right? it's very much throwback to like uh, you know Nazi Germany mm-hmm. and that stuff too. Which I mean in in both other trilogies, there's huge throwbacks to that too. There is there is, but I don't think they did a, a good enough job establishing just what the First Order was. They have these knockoffs of the Empire, right? But really, they don't allude to them being a part of the Empire. Like there, and that also goes with the Rebels because. You know, they established that there is a Senate still. Well, from what I understand, backstory wise, the way it happened is is after the um, you know after the Battle of Endor, there was the rebels and the Empire was still fighting. The rebels of went. Of course, and established, that wasn't the end of it. You, you yeah. got to stamp out, yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. The rebels established their new republic, which I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, I had a problem with that in mm-hmm. the film with how they depicted the new republic, and then they signed a peace treaty with the Galactic Empire. Okay. So the and the and like almost uh, like a disarm yeah a disarm yeah. like kind of like North Korea South Korea but there is a so the first order was born out of the people who refused that peace treaty and, uh, and that's probably why they called themselves something different and didn't adopt the empire yeah. moniker from what I I read like the the first order or the the empire they like disappeared for like 10 15 years okay. and then reestablished themselves and came regained back. power. But they were still technically had a peace treaty, and somehow no one had eyes on them, and they made yeah. a. a world uh, yeah a, a <laughs> so, somehow yeah. but anyway yeah and leia created the um the because resistance I, yeah but they were disenchanted maybe like this is all conjecture but like maybe they weren't she saw them rising again and the senate yeah. this new republic they didn't, didn't want to do anything yeah they're like no it's not a big deal it, it, it's kind of funny because it's, po- it's, a thro- it's a throwback to the prequels where there was all this corruption in the senate and they weren't Nobody in the Senate talk, wanted to no do action. any exactly. Yeah. Nobody in the Senate wanted to do anything in the prequels, and because there was a trade embargo on Naboo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so Leia created the Resistance. Yeah. So basically, yeah, she. You could you could sort of surmise that these people weren't happy with the response, and they saw this threat arising, and they're like, "Well, we're going to do something." Yeah. About it. And then the new rebels were born. And then the first order. 
basically declares war on the Republic mm-hmm. by blowing up their their house. And yeah, like before, as soon as we find out that there still is a Republican Senate, it's gone. The circulars, <laughs> the they just blow the shit out of the entire uh, their little solar system. Yeah, and that's that's uh, probably what I, the biggest problem I had with the film is that there was no introduction of the new Republic. No, it's just like, like here it is, and then it's gone. How are we supposed to feel anything, right? Yeah. It's like yes, I'm seeing this planet being destroyed and we get one show and we don't even know the planet that that they show almost looks like Coruscant it's not Coruscant but it looks like it 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 looks like it but it's not how do you know it's not Uh, because it's in the it's in the book oh okay in the the, the book Aftermath oh okay actually and and speaking of the book real quick I guess there's a lot of things in the actual um, Force Awakens book novel that explains novel that has a lot of things that the movies not i shouldn't say a lot but there's there's a bunch of things that are expanded on i yeah that's the the next book i'm gonna read is that one i just mm. have to go and get it and i actually remember um back during the the other prequels i read the phantom menace book and there was quite a few things in the phantom menace book that weren't in the film which would have made the film much better i can't yeah, remember I, the exact I, I read, details but, I, I read yeah. the the phantom menace book too yeah and i remember it really liking it yeah mm-hmm. So yeah, so that sort of demonstrates the power of this thing, which is well, it's it's, it's just it's a test, another yeah. big. It's like a bigger, more intimidating Death Star. Death Star, Death Star number three. Yeah, which you know what? Okay, I'm willing to accept this plot device in this movie, but if the next film has another Death Star, I'm just gonna be like, all right, this is really stupid. Yeah, you know, like let's come up with something different now. Another. It doesn't even have to have a weapon of mass destruction. It could just be like they have lots of ships and they're a threat to everybody. Yes. And they'd just be like they're fanatics and they're kidnapping people and they're turning them into soldiers. So, yeah, um, Ray's trapped and Kyle tries his interrogation techniques on her. And this is what you said you had the biggest I did problem have, with. Okay, not so much this scene. Like, I was, my biggest problems go later more to her at, at being adept with a lightsaber, like right out of the womb. Yeah, that was my biggest problem. I mean, this scene, her resisting his interrogation, obviously shows that she's super strong in the force, which yeah. I have no problem with that. And I liked how she she turned it around because she was obviously attuning it. Like the force isn't something that is um, has to be immediately seen. It could be something like let's say she was using the force to fly the Millennium Falcon. You know what I mean? That helped. Yeah. Her. Like you could, it's sort of in in indirect ways as well, right? I remember when I watching uh, Return of the Jedi, and my dad with, with my dad, and um, there's the scene where Leia gets on the speeder bike, and she's like flying through the forest, mm-hmm. and she's all awesome at it, and she's good. And I remember thinking, like even as a kid, I'm like, like has she ever done this before? Yeah, how is exactly. she so good? Like, and how my dad's so awesome at going Mach twenty. Yeah. And my on this dad's bike. like, my dad's like, well, you know what? She's using the force. She doesn't know she's using the force. Yeah, but she's using it. And we, I mean, that's a good explanation though, yeah. because they're obviously, you know, they're Anakin's kids, right? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was my explanation. I liked how she turned it back on him, but this is also the the deconstruction of Kylo Ren as well. He almost, from this point forward, he almost becomes like a poser to me. They did all that time establishing how powerful he was and how strong he was, the big baddie. But this new, you know, of course the hero's got to have some sort of advantage or, or some sort of For sure, gaining yeah. foothold. But, I mean, he's obviously not as strong in the force as it's, as it's shown 
Which I, I think actually works very well because in that scene, yeah, in that scene, yeah, I agree. You know what? It shows like he's he's afraid. You know, he's weak. He's and, afraid. He and like he doesn't exactly know what he's doing, and he needs <clears throat> guidance. He, he like he's a teenager, right? He is like he's almost like an infant, even yeah. with the dark side. Which also explains later um, Snoke's whole thing. You know, we're gonna bring him back in for to complete his training. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because it's not like he he abandoned. Luke to go off on his own. He abandoned, he betrayed Luke to another master kind of deal. Yeah. It's not like he was, he wasn't confident enough to be like, I can do this on my own. It's, I need somebody to help me. Yeah. And, well, we don't necessarily know yet what happened with Snoke. No. But, like, obviously it was Snoke convinced him somehow. Yeah. And and it's almost like Leia was, was always aware of this guy. Because she says, you know, she knew Snoke would try to take him. But that's yeah. why she gave him to Luke to train. You know? And, and it's like, they, so they were aware of this guy. So there needs to be some more backstory filled in. I, and this is another thing. I feel like this film, you can't really judge this film until you see the next one. Yeah, this film really I feel like was... Because if the next film doesn't explain a lot of these things, it's going to be a big disappointment and a failure. But I mean... I'm just relying. We know there's more coming. So JJ already said he loves the script. I mean, he's not directing it. No, they have three different directors, which is really weird. Yeah. For each one of these, but anyway, uh, I forgot to fill in my point about my problem with Luke in this. Was like, really, after all this, it only took one student betraying you for you to disappear. Again, we need that context of the next film as yeah. to why there has to be more to it. Than because that. there's no way Kylo defeated him. Because that would just diminish exactly who Luke was as the most powerful yeah, Jedi, there, there's right? There's no way he Luke. Yeah. So could why be did he disappear with this threat on the horizon? You know, yeah. why did when they needed him the most, something else must have happened there. I don't know whether it was the combination of he felt like he failed his best friend and his sister. Maybe he was, yeah. maybe he was ashamed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, things that we need that context to better understand it. But as it stands for me, I was disappointed that that's his thing was. It's the search for Luke, and Luke just decided to just abandon them. Well, we won't have to wait long. I mean, we won't have a three-year wait like no. we did with the other ones. So anyway, it, it's you know, the Rebels fight. It's sort of like a back to the New Hope. I guess the one glaring moment is Han. You know, Leia sends Han. You know, bring him, bring Kylo back, bring him home. But right at that moment, even though I, it was, it was essentially spoiled for me. Even though I didn't want to believe it. But what did you? Did you think Han was going to die? You know what? Uh, or did you not think anything? I, I did, and the only reason I thought he was I, I thought he was going to die is because Harrison Ford really does not like that character. No, he does not. Harrison Ford is not a big Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. and it took a lot of money for him to come back for this one. And going into it, I knew that he would not sign on for three movies. Mm-hmm. But he also didn't really. I, I, Killing Moth made a lot of sense out, it, just looking from the outside in without seeing the movie. You know. Do we really need him throughout the entire films again? No, no, I don't think so. And I remember J.J. saying that um, having these original characters in this film was just a way to kind of transition Tr- into yeah. the new characters, which I think... But you don't it, want it to be a crutch all the way through. Exactly. So I think we're going to see even less of Leia and Chewbacca. And, well, we'll see more of Luke in the next one because he's got to train Rey. Well, yeah. We certainly hope so. Yeah. But I think we're going to see less of the other characters so except for that scene, maybe the droids know, if, if you didn't think but when you met him it's like the whole the iconic thing was there 
the meeting on the bridge. You can almost see the uh, the cinematography and, and the use of color, like the two sides. Like there was a blue light almost shining in from the one left side and there's red light on the other side. And then, you know, they meet in the middle of that bridge. And it's At have, the moment, you had to have known. You have the spotlight. And it's, it's, it's cool with Kylo's character because the entire room is dark and mm-hmm. he's in this dark room, but there's also a light from the outside shining directly on him. Mm-hmm. So and it shows the duality there, the, duality, the conflicting the, nature. The, the dark but and the light. The conflicting nature obviously was just a ruse, though. It, even though he doesn't say it in his voice, it's there. You know, it's just a more of a thing. But he really hates his dad. Like, there wasn't even a twinge of anything there. Basically, all those words he was saying to him were a lie. You know, no, actually... Or do you I, actually I think he I, had a moment? I think he had a moment. Because he says... He's he's trying to give him I need his lightsaber. Help. Yeah, but I thought like, he I did that help. on on purpose. I, just I, to no, sort of. I think that that was legitimate. Oh, okay. I think that that was. I guess we'll find out. Well, of course you're gonna know that. I mean, in the grand scale of things, Kyle will have his redemption. He'll have his redemption. He's He'll not gonna be his... a straight bad guy through the whole thing. Like, I don't know. We'll see. But you know, obviously the conflicting nature is there. Yeah, I, uh, so he just, you know what I mean? He just stabs him right through. And then, yeah, my biggest problem was Chewbacca's reaction. This is his, again, this was his best friend, right? They've been through everything for how long? Friend. And I, I like the fact that Kylo shot, but I didn't like how he did it. Okay, again, this is diminishes the character. Just these little diminishes really hurt it overall for me because we've already seen him start stop. You know what I mean? Shots, laser uh, bolt shots from blasters and things like mm-hmm. that. And this, like the original one, he stopped was point blank. Yeah. Right. So he hears the roar, and then he, this shot comes towards him. He doesn't do anything to stop it. He just gets shot. Unless he was so phased from the moment of, I was of just killing his say, dad. The, but that's that I would moment. have liked. I would have liked just to keep the illusion of power of, of who he was. If he deflected a couple of them, but Chewbacca's rage. And 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 want for revenge for his best friend comes through, but one you know what I mean. He one of those gets through, and that's how he gets shot. Not yeah. the first one, you know what I mean. I mean? Yeah, I, I could go either way on that because I I honestly do believe that the character in that moment would be so he's, out of it. He, he's like he can't believe he did it. Yeah, that I mean that, that is a good way to put it. Yeah, but I just would have liked Chewbacca to do more. Like you know what I mean. He shoots a couple are deflected, but then he, he like he's determined. Like he's walking down and he's he's still blasting at him. I would have loved through. to see after he roared, all the stormtroopers in the entire building yeah, yeah, converge like on him. Yeah, and then he and just he just throwing he's blasting bla- Like I would have I would like to see a moment where yeah he kills like ten or twenty. Like some he just bashes and rips apart, and others he blasts. You know what I mean? And yeah, then they yeah. almost have to drag him out of there. Yeah, like, that would have been a more powerful scene. I think so, yeah. For I just sure. don't think there was enough there. You know what I mean? Two was like, okay, I'm Razor Roar, and I blasted him, and now we're leaving. And then he blows up the, the base. Yeah, right? but there was nothing else there, and Chewbacca was wounded too, right? Or was, was it, he, he was he wounded before? He he got wounded before. That's but I think right. He, got he was wounded up. before. We missed that. Uh, yeah, but he was wounded before. So yeah, like I wasn't overly happy with the way Han Han died and, and the reactions of it. But I liked Harrison Ford's acting in it, though. It was it was he, really good. He, had he seemed really... solemn. Yeah, he seems solemn. There was like that he real, failed his son. He touches his yeah. face and then he falls off. That was that was a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the the star killer base falls the same it, way as all the other. It ones implodes fall. and creates yeah. a new star. So then we end out in the forest with Kylo. He's obviously injured, and then he's chasing Finn and Rey. Yeah, he wants that lightsaber back. <laughs> yeah. Why? 
yeah, like how did how did he end up? Because he he retreats after getting shot. Does he just end up in the forest after them? God, I can't remember. It's it's been like and two that's weeks what he wants. Yeah, he he just wants that lightsaber. That's why he's after them. I think he 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 obviously he 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 must know Ray from somewhere. Maybe. So, and let's be honest. Like uh, we're jumping ahead, but that that's got to be Luke's daughter. It's got to be Luke's. Yeah, I, it has probably. to be. Has to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, which so basically he's what he wants. He wants that lightsaber, and he wants her. Because he's still trying to find Luke, right? And he knows that she has some sort of connection as to why, like, or the map or whatever. Either that or he's just straight out out for revenge because of, like, they made a fool out of him, basically. So Finn, this is where, and Finn takes the lightsaber and tries to fight him. Yeah. And then they have their little, like, one minute duel, their parry back and forth. Which, again, I, I don't like the fact that Finn was even able to wound Kylo. I don't think he wounded him. No, he got him in the arm. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember that part. I remember he got shot and that's But why. I liked I liked how No, I I like that aspect that he was weakened. I mean, we can use that excuse yes. for his fighting. And it definitely was an excuse. And I did like that because mm-hmm. it shows that he wasn't just beaten straight out, right? Mm-hmm. And just the rage of him pounding his his side where the thing is and the blood was like fizzling on the snow. I liked that. That was really cool. Uh so he beats the shit out of Finn. And then Ray gets the lightsaber. She finally takes it, right? He uses the force, grabs it. From yeah. Him. And this is, it just really bothered me how good I was. I was with all the force things, even though the thing, you know, the, um, to get the, for her to escape, she used the, the force to make the, you know what I mean? What's that called? Force command or something like that? For like Jedi mind trick. Jedi mind called. trick. Yeah. But there's a word for it. Yeah. Like. How she just knew how to do that yeah. was a little corny, but whatever. I was with that. But obviously she can fight with the staff, but this is like a trained guy with the lightsaber. And she just, you know, takes it to him, more or less. Yeah. That, did that bother you at all? It, or were you with it? I was, <laughs> I was so in the moment while I was watching mm. it that I never actually thought about it until you kind of brought it up. And I thought, you know, you're right. It kind of doesn't really make sense that she would be this good at it right now. Yeah, like I would have liked personally for that scene to end the same way it ended, but with him almost ready to finish her. Like she had her moment. Like I'm fine with her wounding him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? She has a moment of recollection. But this is a trained guy, trained by Luke. Even if he's not a full-fledged Sith, he's still got to be pretty skilled, right? Yeah. And we've already seen him use, like whether it's force push, the bolt stop. I mean, some choking. And um, he even pulls... One of the one of the guys into his hand on on the ship. Yeah, I, so I love that has, scene. I love yeah. that. Yeah, and he, like, but I like that his differentiating was he's almost like a bratty child. You know what I mean? He has he's temper tantrums. He's not controlled. Yeah, you know what I mean. He he cuts up things when things don't go as his way, and that's fine. Like I like that about his character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I didn't like her just flat out basically beating him. Didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. Looking back on it now, I, I, I see your point. It diminishes him somewhat. Now, yeah. Snoke says he's going to complete his training. Obviously, he's going to come back stronger. But this is a guy who has killed other other Jedi or other people. It shows, right? Yeah. In that flashback, he he's strong enough to have the quote-unquote Knights of Ren, people that follow him, who I don't know what type of weapons they use. But or he's maybe, obviously trained them or, or in some sort of way. Actually, well, I mean, I think the Knights of Ren were around before. 
and, he and then just they, adopted they, that they name. adopted him into it because in the in the, the the book aftermath the knights of ren are there okay and they're looking for artifacts of darth vader okay so i wonder where the name ren comes from i don't know it obviously is something but anyway yeah i just didn't like that she flat out he he did in wrestling terminology he did the job there yeah and yeah. i was just like you know she she has her moment but he, you know, he, he rebounds, defeats her, but then the planet pulls apart and it pulls them apart. Yeah. and uh, But he's also wounded, right? So, and then he comes back. Somehow he escapes. I don't know how. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. how is Phasma going to get, you know, these are the things that need to be followed up on the, the film. So, they get back. They have a moment. Now Ray's resigned to the fact that, you know, they know where Luke is. and Well, at least they think they do. And she's sort of. Okay, this is my. I'm gonna go on this path, and I'm gonna find. It's almost like Luke setting out looking for Yoda. And 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 Finn's just been unconscious this whole time. Yeah. After he got hurt by Kylo, he sort of that was was it. He sort of got cut down the spine, though. Yes, that's true. Which is the thing. Like I noticed, these lightsabers weren't cutting things in half. Like they hit a tree, but it doesn't. It more just like leaves a scorch mark on the tree. It Uh doesn't cut the tree in half, right? Because in the past, like. Like, for instance, when Obi-Wan cut Darth Maul in half, like, that just clear cut right through it. Clear cut in half, So, yeah. he he hit, he must have just grazed Finn on the back. Must have been, Because yeah. that should have cut him in half, right? You'd think so, yeah. <laughs> like, just cut him straight, like, like, neck to navel, straight through. So, uh, yeah, so she takes off and, and goes to find him. I liked, like, I liked that scene. But again, like, when they saw Leia, she almost wasn't even that upset that Han was gone. She was like, oh, it's okay, Ray. Han's gone. Yeah, I, I I agree. There there was there wasn't that one enough moment. emotion to mm-hmm. it for such an iconic character. I know they didn't want to dwell on it, dwell on it, and you do have to move past it to move the final scene on. But there just needed to be a little bit more there. I think so. Maybe too. Chewbacca and Leia had a moment. You know what I mean? Those yeah, because those were two closest connections. Exactly. Because and I remember thinking that exactly because when uh, they get off the ship and you know che- what it Chewie, been a- Chewie okay, walks sorry. Chewie walks right past Leia. Without even yeah. a glance or a look or and a hug or anything. Thing. You know yeah. what it would have been awesome? If Chewbacca looks at Wounded, looks at the Millennium Falcon, sort of has his own moment. And they just pull, like a silent thing. It's like a final goodbye. Because that is their ship. Yeah, it's Han's ship. But that's both of their ship. Yeah, it's, it's this You know combined. what I mean? Now, like, what's he going to do now that he's gone? You know, who basically, because you don't really know who Chewbacca is aside from Han. He's Han's sidekick, right? Yeah. It's just there needed to be more there. I thought they could have done a much better job. I think so too. Yeah. They, so that was a disappointment. They, for me. they they had to get on with Ray's story, and they didn't have enough time to kind of close mm-hmm. Han's story. I like how she found him. I liked, you know what I mean. He's obviously the Jedi steps. With yeah, his, the the steps and, and the score was beautiful. It was it, like that 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 moment the travel and this was supposed to be like an old Jedi. Um, temple, the, temple. Fir- the first Jedi well, yeah. temple apparently and I liked how they I did it that's a cool idea so she finds him on the top and like what did you think about that final scene it's obvious that she, he was expecting her to oh, show up because yeah. I mean otherwise who would just stand there and just yeah. stare off um, it was a long it was a prolonged scene it was a prolonged scene it seemed it, it, it got awkward when it she did. was standing you there you want to know why it got awkward because honestly he should have said something like he Ray, should... I, he's like Ray. 
I've expect I've been expecting you or something to that effect. You know what I I think I don't think he should have said something. He should have done something. He should have walked up maybe, maybe and he taken the pulls, lightsaber. No, no, I he should have used like you know or no, she offers it to him. This is what I was thinking. She goes cuz does she say something or does she, she doesn't just, say no, anything. She, she just, just offers stands it to there him. and I think I I don't mind the silence. The silence can be can be very powerful, but there should have been but like, for it, so, it, the it, length of the scene there needed to be more in there. Yeah. I think he should have walked up to her and maybe taken the lightsaber. And I think walking up would have been important because you get that there's that close. See, my only problem with the, the, the lightsaber though is is um Luke's lightsaber now it, he modified it. It's green. Yeah. So why is his blue now? I would have liked the fact like uh, something like, you know, she can have that. I have this. I left that behind. Well, let's let's get back to that, and that's something that they don't explain in the film. That's Anakin's lightsaber. That's right. The one that Luke apparently lost when he fought Vader and Cloud mm-hmm. City. I always thought that the lightsaber fell into you know the Bespin glass, mm-hmm. the gas cloud, and was lost forever, right? And somehow they managed to get Anakin's lightsaber back. I'm not exactly sure how they didn't explain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, Luke's got his... He had to rebuild his lightsaber, yeah, so he's got his green. green one. And this one is his old lightsaber that Obi-Wan gave him. So, yeah, not really sure how actually, that works. But I like... I like I, I honestly think the colors mean a lot. Like, green has always signified, like, a Jedi Master. Qui-Gon had the green one. Yeah. Right? Uh, I remember seeing a theory Yoda that has a green the, um, the green one represented more, like, wisdom and whatnot. Okay. So, like... Qui-Gon, he was this stoic character, and he was mm-hmm. very wise and whatnot. And Obi-Wan, in episode one, he was very young and brash, mm-hmm. and he was always going against Qui-Gon, and he had the blue one. But most of them have the blue, right? Yeah. Most of them have And that's the blue. why Anakin... Mace Windu's the only one with the purple. Only because... Yeah, because he asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool. Like, I like that. I like how there's different colors with the lightsabers. Yeah. I mean, they, they expand on that in the Clone Wars. But anyway... Overall, I mean, this film, it was really, really well done. Despite it seem I may have some qualms with it. I may have more qualms uh, and problems, with, but we won't know until the next film comes out. Yeah, I, I definitely have to see it again. <laughs> I've only seen it yeah, the I one know. time. I, there's, some of these people are nuts. They go see it like five, six times. I know. I went and saw The Phantom Menace three times, so I can't say much. But I don't know. I just don't when it came back for the 3D release, it. I saw it three times. Mm. <clears throat> So what would you give it? I don't know. Knee jerk at a ten. At a ten, I'd give it. Uh, I give it an eight. I give it a seven. Darth Vader plushies. Darth Vader. My hand. A seven Darth Vader plushies. At a ten, <laughs> and it could jump up. I, I, again, I need the context of the next film to put this. It really does work as a whole. It does. And honestly, Star Wars in general, you can look at as one large movie. I suppose, but Empire Strikes Back is so much better it's, than New Hope. It's, Empire is my favorite film. Empire yeah. Strikes Back is the it's only funny. film George I will Lucas give a 10 says, out of 10. He flat out said, he goes, it's the worst one. I don't think he actually meant that. I don't think he... Because <clears throat> it was the one he didn't direct. He didn't direct a Return of the Jedi. Either. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He didn't. Here's the thing. Like getting back to the prequels, he didn't want to direct the prequels. Mm-hmm. He wanted to get other people to. He wanted to get Ron Howard, Steven Spielberg, but they all told him that they, George, you got to do this yourself. Yeah. Because this is your. But baby. he should have had help on the. Do it. Like the he directing should've. was fine, he but writing, the writing. He should have had a script doctor mm-hmm. 
to to go over that. And I mean, it's it's a real shame because Lucas, he's a great idea man, and I love the overall arc of mm-hmm. the six movies. I think they work beautifully together. But um, technically, technical wise, he um, should have got some help. He was yeah. he 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 wore. They call it in the the film industry where you're wearing too many hats. You know, you're trying to be sure. the director. But I think the he writer, was just. But I think he was just so far removed from from. Like, listen, it's no mystery that we lose creativity some as we get older. We lose imagination. Not everybody, but it just happens. So the mindset you were in when you created something. You, you, and then you don't really do a ton of it until 20 years later. It's it's hard. It's hard to get back into it sometimes. It is. And I mean... And despite what you say, oh, this was all wrote before, sometimes it's just broad strokes. The Matrix had that problem, you know? Even though they said they, they made it to be a trilogy, I really don't think they did. I think they had large plot points made for the two sequels. But in terms of a fleshed out thing, until the first one became successful and they were like, oh shit. We have to make two more films out of this. Well, that's the, the thing about the Star Wars prequels is I agree they probably like the the, <laughs> the scripts obviously weren't wrote, but Lucas wrote the first three as his um, exposition mm-hmm. for A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. So he had the whole idea, the mm-hmm. concept of the Republic and the Jedi and uh, Emperor Palpatine overthrowing. He had that whole idea set before he even shot the original films because. When you write, you have to write all that backup story so yeah. that you know where you're going. Sure, yeah. You know, there has to be a reason for what you're... Yeah, like you're starting at a, at a point that's accelerated on the timeline yeah. that you're working with. And yeah. again, I don't... I don't. I think story-wise, the originals or like the, the prequels are on par with the originals. Just like in terms of what happens and how it the, the arc works... It works in conjunction, and it honestly feels like one complete. When film. I take when I take the Clone Wars series and add it into the prequels, I agree with you. But I think without that, you know, calling the second film the Clone Wars and then never showing the Clone Wars really, and and you don't show it at all. Like basically, the the third film comes along, and the Clone Wars are almost over. Yeah, and I think he had that in mind, where like, like you had the clones come and attack in Geonosis yeah. at the end, and then you had the the end of the war at the beginning one the war is i mean and and i remember lucas saying this is that star wars it's contrary to what most people want to believe it's not about starships it's not about war See, but i don't it's about, I, it's I about, think that's something he came up with much later though to excuse some, now we're going on this is not spoiler yeah, this, this is star this, wars lore stuff yeah but i mean when he started i mean he started pandering to i don't think this was originally a, ch- a children's film or franchise he Used that excuse later when he started, you know, he learned about merchandising. Let's not understand, like, he, this guy's a businessman too. He yeah. liked money and he liked <laughs> making a lot of it. And when he found things could be merchandised and he started working that shit into, you know, Return of the Jedi and stuff. And that was some of the biggest problems people had. And then he came up with the thing, well, these are originally um, uh, children's films anyway. It's not about starships and and lightsabers and things but i don't care what he said that's what everyone loves i wasn't gonna say children's film though that's the thing i was gonna say it's it's not a story about and the the whole thing about the merchandising thing and like the ewoks and and the gungans and stuff that was that was a um especially with the ewoks that was a studio decision because he originally wanted to have wookies helping the rebels instead of the ewoks but it was the studio that came in and we and was like we need more kid friendly we need more we need 
something that's going to sell action figures. So but the, the studio is, I said... I think the guy had enough power to, to veto some of the stuff, but it went along. Not back then. Maybe. Back then, he, he was still under the control of... Because you know, Star Wars is actually, with the exception of A New Hope, they're all independent films mm. that he financed himself, but he was still under the control of the studio. Okay. All right, well, anyway, let's wrap this yeah, up in a tight boat because we could probably keep going and we're already could, longer than I thought we'd be. You could do an but, entire podcast. So what's your like, hope for the next one? Um, More Broad Luke. Strokes. More yeah. Luke. I, I want I need Luke explained and I, I need to know who Snoke is and they need to... It needs to be new. I don't want that Starcraft. I hope they do a bit more world building. Yes. Um. Yeah, and I'm I'm just I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, I hope they just don't turn it. I I hope they keep the 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 lineage of Anakin at the forefront. Okay. With like his kids and whatnot, because really, I mean, and to Luke me, explained some of that to Ray. Yeah, like I don't want them to gloss over that. I want you know maybe Luke learned so much more about his father after his yeah. death and and. And all this stuff, and not not trying to repeat the mistakes. Yeah, and uh, like I think JJ did a good job with this one with having like Kylo and 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 Rey. But to me, Star Wars has always been the story of the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. his rise in the prequels, and then his fall, and then his redemption in the originals. I hope they just don't forget about that character, even though he wasn't well done in the prequels. Mm-hmm. He's still the main character he of is, Star Wars. Yeah. He's like the pillar. By the way, yeah. I mean, that's what I want. I mean, I guess this just wraps up the spoiler cast here. Yes. Uh, sorry if we... Went we didn't have long. any notes, and, and this is sort of impromptu. So sorry if we rambled at, at, at times, and I'm just getting back into the podcast thing after, shit, almost two years. Yeah, Star Wars is a very passionate um, yeah. concept for me. <laughs> and this podcast is going to be a lot of things. I mean, it'll be mostly about games, but we'll do spoiler cast for... for certain films and just random topics I want to talk about. And I'm going to have a lot of recurring hosts, different hosts. I'll try to get a lot of things on here. Um, but yeah, before this thing gets too unwieldy for me to edit, I think we might as well just cut it off here. Sure thing. Well, thanks, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, subscribe on uh, Rose Experience on YouTube. You can follow me at Twitter at Jason Rose A. And uh, Tom here, what's your particulars? Um, what is it? It's uh, <laughs> Titanium Warrior. That's uh, my... <clears throat> titanium like colossus but yes. titanium that's my twitter my twitter take yeah and uh tom helps me out a lot on my videos and stuff so definitely to... give him a follow and, and a nod if you get around to this or if anyone even listens to this so. <laughs> anyway <laughs> glad thanks, to help uh, thanks guys and uh may the force see be you later you. may the force Always. be with you